this week on Erotic Awakening, Slave Not Submissive, and Not Or, and More Truths. Did you know Dan and Dawn have a new book in the works? I did. You did? Well, I hope so. This work includes such topics as jealousy, compersion, communication, migrating triggers, creating a soft foundation, and much more. So the book's called the Polyamory Toolkit. That's a good thing to mention. <laughs> so support the launch of the book by grabbing yours prior to its wider release and get special books. Head over to eroticawakening.com and find out more. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Today on the podcast, we have a question of the day about power exchange. We have some tentacle links and more tentacle links and more tentacle links. Of course. And we have results of the sexy dares. I finally win one. You do. But before we get into that, as well as some polyamory tools, uh, our question of the day is such. You ready? I'm ready. Because this one's really more for you than it is for me. Uh, maybe. So, question of the day is, I am a slave, but not a submissive. I, what does that mean? I am a slave, right. but not a submissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? Are you a slave, but not a submissive? I am a slave, but not a submissive in most situations. Fair. Go on. So, I mean, there's some people you met that are just submissive people. All right. Right? So what is the definition of a slave? Oh, my God. So or a submissive. Everybody's got their own definition. Right? But we have a book called but Living we MS. We have a book called Living MS. And usually when people ask me, oh, yes. So usually when people ask me, um, my response is based on my own experience. Sure. And for me, when I was a submissive, that meant that I still questioned a lot of stuff. Right. And once that switch flipped, I stopped questioning things and just did. Right. Because I had trust and faith and I just wanted to obey. Right. And to me, that's the main word of the main difference is obey. So, like I said, submissives. for the most part, the way I define it, will still question, am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Or submissives just have a submissive personality and there's not a lot of fault into what they're doing, right? They just want to follow. More of a submissive as a passive role. Right, right. So, and not all are. Like I said, there's kind of like two different things that mm-hmm. we're talking about there. So one that is a submissive personality that would rather never make a decision right? So they they really truly want to follow and that's what feeds them. And a submissive in like a role is to me still someone that can say no, Mm -hmm. that can challenge different orders and things like that. So there's not that blind obedience. Mm -hmm. To me, a slave is more about the blind obedience. So they've, for me, I worked on our relationship to where it was a point to where there was faith. So, and then I just started obeying without questioning if I was doing the right thing, without questioning if I was being a doormat, without questioning all this other stuff because we had built this relationship. And um, I know as a judge that I have sat in um, contest and not a, not a legal judge behind the bench, not a legal judge, but the judge uh, in a power exchange contest. Yes. Okay. So judge in power exchange contest in the leather world. And uh, there are some judges that I have judged with that that is the word they're looking for when they ask someone else, what is the difference between a slave and a submissive? Mm -hmm. And what they're looking for is that a slave obeys. And 
even if I was the most dynamic person, dominant personality out there, if I came in and just obeyed, 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 I'm a slave in that role. So would you say that a slave obeys a submissive chooses to obey most of the time? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. So, and that's just, like I said, that's just my thought. Yeah. So, and, so there, and everybody defines it differently. There's so. a couple other ways. There's a couple ways to spin this, as you mentioned. One of them being when you and I were earlier in the lifestyle, we didn't particularly like the terminology master and slave. That's very true. So we used dom sub. And for us, it was still a powerful term. Mm-hmm. Part of it, though, and part of the path for you and for slave bat. And for my collared submissive Kaya is that definition. That particular word has a different connotation, Mm -hmm. which is why collared submissive Kaya was collared submissive Kaya, not slave Kaya. And why Bat, as much as she resisted it for a long time, became slave Bat because that is who she was. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I would have no doubt. And, And some of us would also have something. We could start a whole new topic with slave heart right? We just have that desire mm-hmm. to obey someone. So and, a, a leader, not anyone. And certainly I know, and one of the distinctions we often hear is that we know many slaves that sometimes they're called power slaves or alpha slaves, where mm-hmm. like yourself, you are absolutely slaved on, but you're completely able to roll with a task or a project without a master to guide you along the way. Yeah. You know, whether it's my goal or task or your own. So true. I mean, I can do that. And, you know, sometimes I even think I have a dominant personality. So Mm -hmm. for for the most part, there's situations where I don't, um, I can very much be of the thought process, lead, follow, or get out of the way. (laughs) Right. Right? I can, I can definitely lead and create things and, Mm -hmm. and whatever, but I still absolutely do that in my role as slave to you. Yeah as slave to me. And that's the other last part of it that I would want to mention is that part of the difference to me that I respect about power exchange and people that identify as master slave and slaves is that you are a reflection of me, that your Mm -hmm. actions are a reflection of me, that your, um, the, the one that we often use is if you step on somebody's foot, it's up to me to make an apology. I'd make you make an apology, right. but it's it's as if I did that. Right. So sharing that responsibility is part of it as well. So, so hopefully that unmuddied the water a little bit. So, but you know, again, it's one of those terms that if you ask five people, you'll get seven answers. Right. Right. So there's all kinds of ways of answering that question, but that's the thought off the top of our heads. How do you answer the question? Oh, exactly. you can head over to the our Facebook page. The Erotic Awakening Podcast, all one word. And share your thoughts because we'll, we'll be posting this and we'd like to hear back from you. Absolutely. Maybe we're wrong. We also <laughs> enjoyed hearing from Joy Shadow. Joy Shadow is the random Erotic Awakening Instagram follower of the week. And I was not aware, I mean, I, I know this now, but on Instagram, you can talk to people. You can send them little comments. Oh, I didn't know that. You you recently posted a picture of our porch from our our porch time. I gave it to you. Did you post it? I did. And Joy okay. Shadow responded <laughs> to it. I don't know how to do it. Joy Shadow responded <laughs> to it saying she's had many porches that she's practiced porch time on. Nice. So that was nice. very cool. We have two. That was, yeah, that was the original one. So, and if you notice and you see the picture, it's very tiny. It's probably just big enough for two people. (laughs) 
plenty big enough. <laughs> I bet picture. I bet you a lot of people picture porch time. This big country house, mm. this wraparound porch. Yeah, no, it was a little apartment porch. <laughs> it was tiny. Probably because when we talk about it, when we're presenting around North America, we we do presentation on porch time. I tend to pace a lot, which really you do in the actual. When you're ever, yeah, when, when you're, you're when you're giving three an steps back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. <laughs> Um, so Don, we've been playing Sexy Truth or Dare recently. We just posted on our Patreon account our Sexy Dare results. Our score currently? Two to one. You are winning. I'm winning. I had to wear this. Oh. Which is not just. Fold. Yes, it looks like a piece of shirt probably, but it's actually a blindfold, or at least it was for our Sexy Dare, which I successfully put on a blindfold and did what I was supposed I to do. I put it on you. You wore it. That's a good point. <laughs> As a matter of fact, all I had to do was stand there. It was easy. That was an easy point. You can find out what the fuck we're talking about. Head over if you're a member of our Patreon, you should be hearing that on our Patreon only feed, our sexy dares. But now we're gonna play sexy truth. Ooh. And I have my whoop. Oh nope, it's just one. Okay. And I'll go for that one. All right. Why don't you go first? Okay. Oh, I don't like this one. Okay. What one sexual experience would you want to erase from your memory? And I'm going to go consensual. What consensual okay. sexual I, experience would you want to erase from your memory? I think consensual should be on all of these. I, the very second time I was ever with a lady, I was a very young lad, and at that time, I was still doing a lot of the illegal drugs. And at that time, I, that particular instance, I was doing the illegal speed. And um, one of the side effects was my dick didn't get hard. And I'd be very happy to erase the memory <laughs> of my dick not getting hard in that particular instance. I could see uh, that. You know, now that we're a little older and wiser, we can talk about if it's bio biology and bodies oh, always work the way you mm -hmm. want them to, et cetera, et cetera. But as a younger fellow in that situation, uh, who the girl I was with quite thought it was worth telling my friends about what had happened. This is before I met you, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, way before. Yes. Okay. I would well like to have not had that be. I'd love to remember. Rem <laughs> that doesn't need to be in my memory. <laughs> so, what do you have for me? For you? Yes. What fictional character? Fictional so, character. Well, do you have the sexual fantasies about? <laughs> okay, so the first one that popped into my head was Zoidberg. That's the claws, right? Sure. But uh, I'm sure Spider-Man is up there as well. So with the webs or oh, things like that. Not Dr. Octopus. Yeah, he's him. up there too. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to think of any of this. But you know what's really... Um, fascinating to me anyway is that um when i go like on the porn hub or something uh -huh. sometimes i'll type in um marge and homer <laughs> just to see if there's any... so my beauty and the beast comic book right i can remember reading an archie the jughead porn comic book and stuff like that you have a lot so, of answers to this question i have a lot of answers to this question but zoidberg is the first one that popped into my head <laughs> Finchy claws. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> exactly. Not so, the sexiest of cartoons. Maybe that's sexy in Australia. Mm. Our new subscriber to the newsletter this week is Pinna from the Australia. So 
So get your EA shout out. So head over to eroticawakening.com and you will find a link to the EA newsletter. So except I was going to say I should get a holiday version of that newsletter out, but we're also hardcore working on the book. So yes. that will probably take precedence over getting a newsletter out. Um, maybe January. So the book should be ready to go to the editor by then. For those of you that do like I do sometimes on podcasts, skipping the first 20 seconds, because you know it's the same promotional shit they talk about every week. <laughs> Too bad. You should have skipped this part where I mentioned we have a book called The Polyamory Toolbook. Find out more by heading over to eroticawakening.com. So exactly. Don, did you know the promotional bullshit podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? Oh my God. I hope not. <laughs> Take a moment to support the podcast. Read us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. So all about the tentacles this week, um, not a ton of them, but the one that I find the most interesting is John from Toronto told us about a TV show called Gary and the Demon. So yeah, and it's only available in Canada from what I understand. Mostly. Yes. So, yes. Cool. But I managed to poke around on the interwebs a little bit and find it. Oh. Uh, and I'm trying to think there's, it's, it's kind of got that adult swim sort of style yeah. to it. Uh, I have not watched an entire episode yet, but that's what we're going to be doing tonight while we eat our dinner. We're going to watch a copy of Gary and the Demon. Nice. <laughs> or Gary and his Demon. That'll be interesting. So, and um, the next one is yours as well, because oh. I didn't get to see that one. No kidding. Mm -mm. So Kaya sent, uh, Slave Kaya, or Colored Submissive Kaya that we spoke of earlier, now just Kaya, um, sent... Uh, she didn't have rain. Uh, she didn't have food on boobs, but she did find some reindeer boobs that she sent around. So you know how Rudolph has the red nose. Mm -hmm. The boob had a little red nose on oh, it. it was nice. cute. Yes, nice. quite cute. I, and nice boobs for that matter. So and then Sasquatch is back. Yay! Hi Sasquatch. So um, they used to send me links all the time to different uh, tentacle porn, and this one is of uh, like a black and white print, mm -hmm. so like a pencil print. And I'm so gonna sneeze in like the next few minutes. Um, and, and she's like bound like this and underwater and there's a Kraken wrapped around her. So Very cool. that was really hot. Why didn't I get to see that one? So probably in own... a sense through FetLife. Oh, I got your own little thing yeah, going on there. Through uh -huh. Life, uh -huh. So, and then, um, oh, that was, that was Sasquatch. I feel like there was someone. There oh, was, there was one more that Jay-Z sent that something. just came today. Just came in. We didn't actually get it on the notes. That'll be what we talk about next week. Yeah. So Don, that's it. That is the entire show. Thanks for uh -huh. oh, it's everything. <laughs> we still have a topic. Oh, everything except for the topic of the day. And I see that the topic, I'm not sure what the topic is. Is it the topic and or is the topic or? And not or. I see. <laughs> Don't know if that yes, helps you. And Didn't help not me. or. <laughs> so what does that mean, and not or? So, well, actually, I wanted to throw one of our poly tools out there and, and maybe we can discuss that a little bit. So we're writing all these different tools for the poly toolkit book. And um, that one was just in my head that I thought we could talk about easily. So, okay. and not or is uh, the idea that some of us have really hard issues. Most of the stuff we talk about with Polly is um, <laughs> the issues that we've had over the sure. years. And we've come up with tools on how to fix it. So. And because if you've read, read our other book, Living MS, you know that we don't write books about theory mm -hmm. or books about data analysis those books are fine. Or books that you shouldn't feel this way. Right. We rewrite books about here's our experience. Here's the good. Here's the bad. Here's what we did with the bad. And here's what we do with the good. Here's how we try to embrace the good. And here's how we try to rectify the bad. And of course, we could go on about good, bad as words. Oh, because monk. Pot, 
<laughs> Positive, negative, skillful, unskillful, if you prefer. Exactly. So, so this one is more about um, something that we figured out kind of late in the game, actually. I mean, we've been doing poly for a long time. So I would say five, six years ago, maybe, okay. maybe a little bit longer than that. But we've been doing this for almost 20 years at this mm -hmm. point. So, and the whole concept is, is that, um, and, and a lot of people have jealousy issues with poly because they think they're going to be replaced. Mm -hmm. They think that their partner is doing poly, regardless of why they themselves are doing poly, but, you know, their partner's doing poly because they themselves are not good enough. Right. Right. Or they need to be replaced or they don't do something that the, that their partner wants to do. So you, whatever reason. So we get stuck in this or mode, mm -hmm. Right. So do you love um, me or do you love him? Right. Do you want to go with me to Bermuda or do you want to go with him to Bermuda? Right. So you know, whether it's that significant, that deep, do you, who do you love or something as simple as um, there's this new restaurant opening. Are you going to take me or, or are you going to take him? Right. So, and that, that's exactly what we mean by, or, you know, something instead of, mm -hmm. and instead we, you know, we started thinking, wait, wait, wait. And, and I think it was because it was, I think it was because I was doing something that was like, you know, or, 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 you know, is it me or is it blah, right. blah, blah. And you finally sat down with me and you go, you know what? This is not an or situation. This is an and. Mm -hmm. Polly is an and. If I take one of you out to dinner, I'll probably be taking both of you. You know, at some point I'll be taking the other one out to dinner. It's an and. I'm not trying to replace anything. Right. I'm just trying to add to, I'm trying to experience life. A little differently right i'm just yeah and some of these are not just one-to-one -one, uh ratio sort of thing so i think we're for True. us one of the areas that it was really impactful is that don and i have this power exchange relationship mm -hmm. you might have heard earlier in the podcast <laughs> and i have a relationship with karen that is not power exchange i have a relationship with karen that's called a uh, which is a peer relationship right equal relationship and i think that earlier in our polyamory when i started to have this peer relationship with Karen, mm -hmm. you were thinking that, oh, I guess if you want a peer relationship, then you don't want a power exchange relationship. Yeah, I was absolutely thinking that, you know, it was if we have such a phenomenal relationship and it's power exchange, why would you want vanilla, right? What is it that you're not getting from power exchange that you need from vanilla? And if you're going vanilla, then is our power exchange over with? Right. Because it felt like an or, it felt like a decision was getting ready to be made of being one or the other. Right. And it, it is exactly that where we came up with this, where we practice this in, not or. I mm -hmm. happen to have a power, a very powerful power exchange relationship with, with Dawn. And I have a very powerful peer-based relationship with Karen as well. It mm -hmm. is a and situation, right? Absolutely. But, you know... I would say it was six or seven years ago because Big D and I are coming up on five and a half years. Mm -hmm. I took about a year break before boyfriends. And then the other one was before that. Mm -hmm. And it was during that time with the first boyfriend that I understood the whole and. Right. So we didn't last very long, but I learned some things in that relationship that I can love you and him. Mm-hmm. I can have a powerful relationship with you, power exchange, and a vanilla relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Well, until I found out later, I really can't do vanilla. I, I've, I've tried. I, I really can't. <laughs> Though the person from OKCupid I just had lunch with, I got a feeling he's vanilla. So we'll have to see how that goes. Is he a podcast <laughs> listener? 
Not that I'm aware of. He could be now because we have friends in common. I see. So if he's vetting me, like I went out to vet him because (laughs) I found out we had common friends, um, he could be now. Well, hi. (laughs) Let's move on regardless. So that's that whole concept of that in, not, or. Again, you know, you could take it anywhere you want, right? You might dig the um, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me podcast. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy kinky podcasts like Erotic Awakening, right? right. You can enjoy both. And there's, and no one would look at you and go, well, that's weird. You can't enjoy both those things. They're so different. Well, of course you can. Yeah. You know, the, the idea of life is to enjoy what you can. And just because you choose a particular path doesn't exclude you from doing something else. Buddhist groups that meet in Christian churches, right? That's not a, you can't do one or the other. This is an and situation, things that are you know, that are complementary in this particular case, mm-hmm. um, or that fulfill a different kind of need. I happen to like, I love drinking coffee. Occasionally I get into drinking tea, right? Right. So for us, a little more to this point, we have um, our power exchange relationship, mm-hmm. and I have other relationships that are not the same kind of relationship. And I have power exchange relationships and other relationships that are not. Right. So, so it's definitely but, an and situation. But the, the coffee and tea example, right? When you started drinking tea, I'm like, oh my God, he's always drank coffee and now he's drinking tea. Is it going to be tea forever? You know, no, it's not an or. Mm-hmm. You're not switching out. So, I mean, you can, but you weren't. It's an and. Mm-hmm. Now I'm drinking coffee and tea. So it's just kind of neat. And um, well, I, well, real quick, what the, one of the really powerful recognizing is the part of the tool that's super powerful for us is just recognize is just the phrase and not and, or. Yeah. Because as we're talking about, you know, um, whatever it is, like if I'm going to go on a vacation with someone um, or I've decided to start practicing yoga mm-hmm. with a partner, it's not a, oh, well, now I've excluded someone else from, you know, it's this thing. It, to just recognize whatever the situation is to just be able to verbalize, oh, it's an and not or. Yeah. You know, so as we start to feel going down the path of jealousy or envy, you know, one of that that simple that term can slow things down for a moment to recognize, oh, you're not excluding me. Mm-hmm. You're adding something new to your life. Mm-hmm. And why would I regret or resent you adding something to your life that brings you happiness? Very true. So I think that's it in a nutshell. Sweet. We have more to say about and not or and all kinds of cool poly tools. Um, if did you know, if you go over to eroticawakening.com, you can be an Indiegogo backer of our brand new book, The Polyamory Toolkit. Toolkit. And get yourself an and not or t-shirt or some other stuff. Oh, that would be awesome. We do. We have and not or t-shirts. That'd be a good reminder. Yay. So. I'm feeling like we're pitching the book too much, but I'm super excited about it. I am because we are finally in that mode of being able to concentrate yeah. on it and, and get it out there. We've only been talking about it for like two years. We've been presenting these things for eight, nine years mm-hmm. at this point. So we've been talking about them a lot. Now we just want to get them out there yep. so everybody can read them. Let's wrap this thing up. I forget. Do we read the dares? I think we did. Uh-huh. Uh, on on this yeah. show, we're going to read our dares. All right, I've got mine. So, those are all truths. There's one. Okay. This is going to be super interesting. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. I dare you 
to take off your shirt yeah for the rest of the game oh hmm for the following 48 dares i dare you to take your shirt off that's just that, that, that. okay okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i dare you to handcuff me and do something you've always wanted to do to my body in 20 years, what have you not done to my body that you've always wanted to do? So you get to think about that until we put that together. Hmm. Oh, you've got a smile on your face. I think you have something in mind. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan.